baby, you know what that sound means. It's time for The Edge with Terry Waldrop on ESPN 97.7. Terry talks about all the hottest topics in sports every single weekday from 9 to 10 a.m. He's controversial, he's charismatic, and he's the captain of this ship for the next hour. Here's your host, Terry Waldron. All right, all right, all right. Welcome in ESPN, the 977 Terry Waldron, the Jamie Foxx on a Monday edition of the 17th day of July 2017. Thank you for spending a little part of your morning with us. We sincerely appreciate it. We hope to enlighten, enrage, entertain, educate, and I don't know any other words that begin with E that I can say on the radio, but uh, top of the morning to you, Jamie. Fox. Well, we are going to be a little irritable today because we are in a, apparently, uh, uh, we are in a sweat box here. Uh, this is not easy for two middle-aged fat men. Uh, it is not something that we enjoy. Uh, sweating is, in Terry Waltrips likes to make other people sweat, but not himself. The, uh, the, the dome is glistening right now. Uh, beaded sweat over the bow. Uh, I haven't seen you sweat that much, Terry, since, um, never mind, I, that was at the Hooters in Hawaii. I haven't seen you, but uh, dude, it's hot in here. Yeah, I mean, indeed, it, it is. Uh, we, we may we may extra go the extra mile for our for our. We do a lot for our listeners, and we we've developed a relationship with them. I got people that send me stuff all the time to talk about, or just you know stuff on Facebook or Twitter or whatever. We may actually electrocute ourselves today, possibly on yes. the equipment, yes, entertaining yes. people. Entertaining the map. I mean, how is that for dedication? Well, if 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 the uh, if it goes silent, folks, that's that's what happened. We're uh, we're sweating on the mics and everything here, and it's not a these things cost a lot of money. We're not trying to do that, but uh, we are, as I said, our blood pressure and things like that uh, produce sweat, and uh, and we do apologize up front. Um, <laughs> Terry, indeed, uh, you know my mom, uh, in ninety years old, and, and she's on every uh, God love her on every blood thinner known to mankind, and. Uh, I have to admit, you know, usually she's very, if we would let her, she wouldn't turn the air conditioning on until after July 4th. But we, you know, Mom, I'm sorry if you're going to have anybody stay with you. you got to turn the air on. This is actually a, a little little toastier than her place. Uh, you know, she doesn't like air conditioning. She doesn't like anything that, that blows. Color. She would be, I, I mean, I think she would uh, uh, be happier if air conditioning was never invented. Or fans. She doesn't like anything fans. So, anyway, I won't get out on that tirade, but... Uh, Anyway, we're glad you're with us on the 17th day of uh, July. Hard to imagine. Uh, around August 31st. Oh, well, is it August 30th, 31st or something? We will have football upon us. Uh, the first week in August, camps open uh, somewhere around the 5th and, and so forth. So you'll have uh, all that to look forward to. SEC Media Days in the books. Now we have look forward to Conference USA, uh, which will be covered by Nick Brown, I believe, in Dallas. And then Sean and, I believe, Nick White, uh, representing Learfield, will be uh, at conference, Sunbelt Conference Media Days in New Orleans. So uh, if you thought uh, you couldn't make it, just hang tight. Uh, your feel of college football is on the way. Uh, they'll be able to uh, satisfy all the questions you have about uh, Conference USA, Sunbelt Conference predictions, so forth and so on. And maybe uh, a tasty tidbit or two as we get into the college football season. Yeah, it's getting season. close, man. It's, uh, it's it's always entertaining. And, by the way, speaking of entertaining, we're brought to you by someone who is entertaining, Dr. David Weber, North Monroe Animal Hospital. Jamie, it's the best pet care you're going to get. People drive from all over to get it, uh, their animals seen by Dr. Weber. I'm not going to tell you he's the 
animal whisperer, but uh, pretty close. They feel I, I took Blue Dog out there. This is about a month ago, and Blue Dog ate some stuff he probably shouldn't have eaten, as dogs tend to do. We actually thought that small children do the same thing. Yeah, yeah. we actually thought that uh, Blue Dog might be on his way out, heading toward uh, doggy heaven. Yeah, huh? Headed toward doggy heaven. I mean, he uh-huh. could not jump or run or just miserable. And so much like, uh, and so Dr. Weber actually, I, I'd called him. He goes, well, you know, bring him out here. So on the way out there, um, the dog is just miserable. He's laying there. My oldest son, we're both looking at each other like, could this be the moment that Blue Dog uh, departed? Because he'd never been sick. or And he's an older dog. He's like 12 or 13. So he's up there. He's catching up with you. Yeah. And so we get there, and uh, he, we're waiting on Dr. Weber. And so I take the dog, uh, Blue Dogger outside. He's walking around. And. He takes uh, or leaves more appropriately what uh, could be categorized as well. If you just if somebody walked past after we were there, Jamie, you would think who brought the elephant to the vet? Yeah, uh, relieves feels much much like a kid. You ever take your kids to the doctor and they're feeling terrible, and by the time the doctor walks in, they're like jumping off the counter. It's they a miracle. Great, yeah, it's a miracle. Yeah, yeah. it's like blue. I'm like, why are we here? I'm not sick. I'm like, you, and you're, you're killing me. But go yeah. see Dr. Weber, uh, US one sixty five. North in Monroe three one eight three four five four five four. An update uh, on the uh, spa update at uh, Dr. Weber's. I, I drove by there Saturday morning. Uh, there are not swaying palm trees, but the the backyard is completely fenced in now, shaded. Uh, now you're, you're thinking, okay, well this is you know you take your daughter to the vet there, you're taking them to Doggy Dowcow, right? Uh, not true at Dr. Weber's. He has a this palatial, I would say, if if you're a dog, for example. Maybe good enough for Walter too, but it's uh, it's completely shaded. You can go back there. He is uh, taking over about half of 165 on the other side of of Brookshire's, and uh, he's laid claim to a lot of that property there. Expanded operations. There will be, uh, I'm sure, uh, your dog will be uh, well taken care of as well as your cat. Any small animal. Uh, elephants really not encouraged or snakes. Call Any, them ahead of time. Yeah, I mean we'll take the bite from the dog or cat. Uh, no monkeys. Um, you ever held a snake? Anything Jamie? venomous is not really encouraged. But anyway, go see Dr. Weber today. You ever, you ever held a snake? Any kind of snake? Uh, I, I, briefly, very briefly, yes. I, it wasn't a good experience. Um, I, I know think, snake people. You ever known snake people? Oh, uh, they're, they're weird. They're out there. Yeah, they're weird. Yeah. Um, anything that can constrict you to death or bite the living daylights out of you, why would you invite that? He, this is the one that gets me. I love the, and, you know, it's, it's always parodied in these movies. These churches that bring out the venomous snakes, you know, right. the Lord's going to prevent you from from being, you know, by the. Uh, I don't really recommend that. Um, I don't know why. What uh, faith or church would encourage that? Uh, there are a few in Appalachia, maybe some in our our neck of the woods that will uh, bring out the serpent. Um, run, run. Uh, that is, if you want to get to heaven real quick, though, I guess that's a way to do it. Uh, Hold my water moccasin. Take 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 the water moccasin or the uh, rattlesnake and and let them just uh, chomp you. And uh, that's a good way to. That's the fastest way I know to see St. Peter, um, and possibly the pearly gates. But uh, anyway, what does this have to do with football? I have no idea. But anyway, we well, we're excited we about to get, football we, coming back. Yeah, we have to. We have to talk about church in order to get ready for football. Look, so. I, I was I was picking at Dietrich when I walked in. Like this is the dog days for us in terms of dog sports right. radio. Yes, because there's really nothing, uh, not that much to talk about other than getting ready for football, the NBA summer league. Woo! That's exciting. I mean, I, and look, I'm a basketball guy, but, I mean, I, Lonzo Ball to me has been done to death. I mean, we got the Lonzo cam, and, you know, he strained a, 
at the recommendation of his trainer, he decided not to go back in the game against the Mavericks yesterday. And, and almost, thankfully, the summer league is almost over. Uh, we did have a Rondo. Rondo is going to the Pelicans. Yes. Uh, They're actually becoming interesting, Jamie. Set off the balloons, the fireworks, uh, Rajon Rondo. This is his team number six or something. I don't know for yeah, sure. Yeah, th- this year. But uh, it's, it's a Kentucky reunion. Boogie, Rondo, and the Brow. Oh, that's right. I forgot Boogie played there. Too. Yes, it is uh, Calipari's uh, all-star team of one-and-dones in uh, in New Orleans this year. Uh Maybe he will be coaching them. I don't know. You know, I, I'll tell you this. He says I, he's not interested. I have been. No, he's not. I, I wouldn't think. I have been uh, not enthralled with the Pelicans' ma- uh, management, the m- movements that they've made. They've just not been an interesting team to me other than than Anthony Davis. Mm-hmm. i got to be honest with you. I'm, I'm intrigued by them now because, again, it's sort of like if they send Carmelo Anthony to the Rockets to go along with Chris Paul and James Harden. Uh, I don't necessarily think it's a great fit, but it's intriguing in terms of what that team will do. Yes, it's intriguing because it's dysfunction taken to a whole new level. Well, it's, um, it's like having a, a bad relationship. It's very mm-hmm. volatile, and so you let her crazy sister move in with you guys, too. Mm-hmm. You know, who's even crazier than she is, and so now you're like, hey, what could go wrong here? It's like three supermodels trying to, uh, what is it, we all, they all live in the same house, and, and you know, it's, to me it's be like a, a, a scene from The Bachelor or The Bachelorette, you know, they're all vying for, in this case, they're vying for the attention of the basketball, and uh, none of them actually get it enough, and then they start, you know, spouting off about the other one, and this one stole, you know, so that's, that's what could happen in Houston. Uh, New Orleans, I don't know, you know, uh, is it? Help me out. Is it Drew Holiday? Drew Holiday? Drew Holiday. Drew Holiday. Yeah. It looks like Drew. Anyway, we'll call him Drew because that's what his name is. You got him. You got Rondo. You got uh, those will be the quote unquote distributors. Now, are both of them what you would consider true point guards? Or Drew can play the off guard, right? He can yes. play the number two. Yeah, yeah. He's, uh, yeah, he's going to be number two okay. behind Rondo. So, to me, the one that really that, that could make the difference. Um, you know, I don't, I don't know about the depth situation, but certainly that's a pretty impressive – I don't know who the fifth starter will be. You've obviously got Drew Holiday and Rondo will probably start, and then you got Boogie and the Might Brow. be Nancy Drew. Could be Nancy Drew. That's exactly right. Um, anyway, um, we look forward to it. Something to something to grasp and hold on to. I think that's uh, encouraging for the Pelicans. Maybe they are uh, maybe letting some basketball people make some basketball decisions, but we'll see. Um, I think it's an upgrade. No question about it. Uh, yeah, just you know, chemistry-wise and all that. And you got Alvin Gentry, who's won a ton of. No, he actually really hasn't. <clears throat> Interesting. I, I, I would have much preferred Monty Williams to stay. I know Sean and I disagree on that one, but uh, now you're putting people around him. You got people in place. Now he's got to coach them, and so it should be interesting. Dare say, uh, Jamie, they're more interesting than my Dallas Mavericks. The off-season moves. I call it like I see it. All I know about Dallas is. Uh, Dirk Nowitzki is 45 years old, and he's been re-signed. That's about all I know. Yeah, I think he's paying them at this point. But, you know, Dirk's going to remain a, a Maverick for life, which I Dirk is just beloved in the Metroplex. And a lot of that reason is because he has had opportunities to go to other teams for a lot more money, mm-hmm. and he's not. So, Spit, let's stay in Dallas for a second. Um, <laughs> the, 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 this guy can't get out of his own way, or, or literally nobody else can get out of his way either. Ezekiel Elliott. 
I, I didn't. Yeah, bring me up to speed on that. I missed. I caught that right at the end. But well, I, he got into an altercation, according to uh, 105.3 The Fan in Dallas, at a bar. Uh, you don't say. Yeah. No arrests were made, uh, but he's under investigation still for domestic violence back in 2016. Uh, so now guy, it's just bar violence, right? Now it's bar violence. Uh-huh. Uh, back in uh, March, Elliot was in a parade. I don't know if you saw the video of this. And uh, he was in a parade, and there was a young lady, a voluptuous young lady, like, next to him. Mm-hmm. And so he decided to, uh, what's a good way to put it? Well, he yanked her top down in the middle of the parade. and uh, That's a party foul at most places. Yeah, he got yeah. a lot of criticism, obviously. Yeah. Even uh, Jerry Jones said the behavior was, quote, not good, unquote. That's about as close as uh, Jerry's going to come to a condemnation. Uh, not good. Um, so... Zeke is, is not exactly man of the year. Um, so we have a domestic violence rap pending. We have uh, yanking of the top, and now we – I mean, that is a – that, 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 that could be assault, correct? I think it could be interpreted in some – I mean, yeah. I'm not a lawyer, uh, and I know we have lawyers that listen. Is that an assault? Uh, did, the, did the young lady in question file charges, or did she, did she – I believe she did. I'm not sure. I'll have to Google. See well, then it's assault, yes, yes. Um, I've been assaulted of $300 I can't recover. Uh, but uh, uh, Gort texted me in uh, mm-hmm. the report here, and, and we got people to listen in Dallas on the app, which I highly encourage you to, by the way, well, as thank well. You, thank you, Dallas. Uh, he got in a fight and got bounced. Some guy may have a broken nose. So dude with broken nose, I'm sure, is going to sue the guy with the deepest pockets. Mm-hmm. And uh, odds are that's going to be Ezekiel Elliott. See, here's the thing, uh, Terry. What you're missing, your 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 Dallas Cowboys – uh, we've got about a month left to get ready. I think it's time to uh, – looks like that quarterback position. I know Dak Prescott is the second coming, but we need Johnny Manziel. Johnny Football needs to sign with the Cowboys and then perhaps uh, shrewdly trade for Adam Pacman Jones. They already uh, had him. You once. got Dez there. Uh, you got maybe even take a flyer on Greg Hardy again. Um, I think the Cowboys could be a hater, man. You're a misfit. hater. I, I, listen, You're the Cowboys. The Cowboys were my team growing up before the Saints started. Before Dempsey kicked that. Time. I mean, I was seven or eight, nine years old before I switched allegiances from the Cowboys. And I still like the Dallas Cowboy cheerleaders. By the way, I still still get the calendar every year. And yeah, they're keeping them away from Zeke. <laughs> yeah. Well, you're talking about this. Being uh, uh, this shows you how things are, are going. I'll, I'll go get with this after the break, but uh, we go in a different direction sometimes. I, I do want to get into a little bit more of the stupid Floyd Mayweather, stupid Conor McGregor stuff going well, that's on. That's a lot of material. Yeah, yeah it is. Uh, you're listening to ESPN 97.7. Terry Walter, Jamie Fox on a Monday. This segment brought to you by our friends at Pyworks Gourmet Pizza by Design, ladies and gentlemen. Tower Drive next to Nukes Monroe. We'll be back in a minute. If you could talk to your animal when they say, they're telling you to take me to North Monroe Animal Hospital, listen closely, and you'll hear what Dr. David Weber hears. That's a thank you for taking me to North Monroe Animal Hospital. For your animal's health care, call Dr. David Weber at North Monroe Animal Hospital, 345-4545. No animal too small or too large. 
Well, you better call Dr. Weber first on that one. 345-4545. The safest place for your gun collection, jewelry, documents, valuable items. Here's Richie McKinney. Get the number one rated safe in America, Liberty Gun Safes, made in the USA and on sale now at McKinney's. For example, the Liberty Private, a fireproof safe that holds 22 guns with electric lock and a lifetime warranty. It retails for $13.49. We have them on sale for just $7.99. Select from over 100 gun safes with delivery and install available. When the unexpected happens, Liberty has you covered from McKinney's Outdoor Superstore, Ruston. The summer clearance event is going on now at Brennan Dodge in Ruston. We've got huge incentives to sell down our stock before the new models get here. 17 Challengers have $32.50 in rebate. 17 Chargers have $5,000 in rebate. And right now, get a 17 Charger for only $23.9. 17 Journey has $4,000 in rebates, and you can get one for only $19.9. And 17 Ram 1500 Crew Laramie has $47 in rebates, and you can save $12.5 off 17 Ram 1500 Crew Bighorn 4x4 during the summer clearance event at Brennan Dodge in Ruston. 2017 Bulldog football season tickets are on sale now. Join us in Ruston for seven home games that include marquee opponents versus SEC Power Mississippi State, an in-state battle versus Northwestern State, and conference foe Southern Miss. Save up to $84 when buying season tickets and be eligible for a tour of the new press box. Contact the ticket office at 318-257-3631 or latexsports.com slash tickets to secure your season tickets today. Good morning. Here's the latest weather conditions for our area. Mostly sunny skies with a 20% chance of rain today and a high of 92 degrees. Mostly clear skies, mild temperatures tonight, a low 73. Mostly sunny skies with a 20% chance of rain on tomorrow and a high of 93 degrees. Terry Waldrop is back and better than ever. Hit Terry up at 888-993-7762 to join in on all the fun. And welcome back in ESPN 977. Terry Waldrop, Jamie Foxx, The Edge on a Monday. And we're rolling along here, second segment. Sponsored this time by our friends. At GB Cooley, reminding you to support an incredibly worthwhile cause, which is the Louisiana Special Olympics. All right, let's go to Chicago, Jamie. And uh, they have a high school basketball player up there, really good player at Lincoln Park High School. Okay. A young man named uh, Bryce McGill. Just graduated June 11th, so he is literally um, one month and six days post-high school graduation. According to his attorney, which tells you where this story is going. We've already got a turning uh, ball. He has earned a full ride to the University of North Carolina this fall. You would think that, you know, hey, North Carolina, the defending national champions, they're going to go get really, really top-level players. And, yeah. Um, at any rate, McGill is in court. He is accused of pulling off a series. Jimmy, not a robbery, a series of robberies. Uh-oh. Uh, throughout Chicago, uh, in late June, early July, uh, they're looking to connect him actually to a sixth case. Uh, he was arrested outside Wrigley Field Friday, uh, about an hour and a half after he and another man had allegedly battered a 24-year-old woman, stole her phone, uh, not that far away. 
by the way, the officers who arrested him saw him walking with two backpacks near uh, Addison Red Line Station, which is over by uh, somewhat proximal to, uh, to Wrigley Field. Recognized him as a suspect in a previous robbery, not, mind you, a individual that's a star basketball player. Anyway, they, they, they stop him. They search him in the process of the arrest. Contraband. Yeah, yeah well, he's got the lady's cell phone and all kind oh of other stuff. God. So uh, they uh, charged him Saturday, or excuse me, Friday with five felony counts of robbery, one felony count of robbery. Uh, while Maybe it's just a misunderstanding. While indicating presence of a firearm. I guess that's where you, like, put your hand in your jacket and say that you have a gun. I, mm-hmm. I think. Uh, he also had a bunch of other proceeds from taking in other muggings. At any rate, um, he went before the judge, and the attorney talked to the judge on his behalf and mm-hmm. said, this young man has a full-ride scholarship. By the way, if you're a college Where have co- we heard this before? If you're a college coach, you hate that terminology because typically people that have no idea what they're talking about. At any rate, the judge tells him, who got irate, and the judge was described as a no-nonsense judge. Young man, that was gold in your hands. And this lady had to take a break before she came back and set the bail at one hundred and fifty grand. By the way, she also told the attorney, hey, next week when we do this rearrangement, uh, yeah, I want proof that this kid had a scholarship. And so the defense attorney, who probably is a public defender, uh, might be in a little trouble considering that North Carolina has never heard of this kid. Um, I mean, that's like telling, hey, my wife is a supermodel. But if you think about this, this is the way the NCAA, North Carolina has handled the NCAA. They're just acting like they don't exist. Let the clock run out. Let the clock run out. I yeah, like it. Yeah, interesting stuff. Um, What's going to be our excuse? I'm not sure. I don't know. But uh, Gold in his hands. Anyway, you know, the basketball scholarship uh, didn't did not, exist. Yeah, did not apparently did not exist. And so crazy stuff going on. Steve said, can't the school revoke his scholarship? Shouldn't they? Absolutely, they can. When you sign a scholarship, you have a – there's there's terminology associated with that you're going to be eligible, that you're going to uphold the standards uh, set forth by the school, by the program or whatever. As a, as a college, a sitting college coach, there is a due process that you still have to go through. But, yeah, absolutely, you revoke. Yeah, North Carolina didn't sign it. This is, this is a bizarre – uh, my guess is it is a very early on public defender mm-hmm. that just was trying to do anything he could, uh, including being misleading. Or maybe they told him he had a full, but you know, it's a public defender. They get just unbelievable caseloads. So maybe somebody in the kid's family, the kid said, Hey, I'm supposed to go to North Carolina. The attorney took it as truth, threw it out there. That's going to be entertaining when he has to go back in front of the judge and go, I oh, remember what I said about the full sky. Oh, never mind. Well, I think the attorney's going to go coming from the, how many, how many, uh, Robberies is this kid accused of? Uh, five, Muggy. and they're trying to pin him on six. Okay, so we have a little track record established here by our uh, our potential student athlete. Well, the fact that you have the um, stuff from muggings on you, I mean, mm-hmm. I found it in a ditch somewhere. <laughs> yeah, I mean, this is common. I mean, the best thing the judge can do is, is not let this kid uh, see the – how old is he, 18, 19? Yeah, 18 or 19. Yeah, I mean, he needs to – we need to see about lockup raw. We need to see him being interviewed on lockup raw next time because we don't need to see him. Although he, I mean, he could be a heck of a basketball player. We just don't know. But we know he's very good at stealing other people's stuff. This we know. Um, and I, I hate that. You know, 
Can you imagine? In Chicago, I mean, I don't, if anybody's from Chicago, I apologize. Who, I, if I'm told I've got to live in Chicago, I'm, I'll, I'll take a pass. I mean, it's just, I mean, murders, crime, you know, anything. I mean, you used to recruit Chicago, didn't you? Yes. You're still here. I'm just glad to be looking at you Jenny, because I, I'll be real candid with you. I've been in some areas. Cabrini Green. You ever went to yeah. Cabrini Green? I've been in wow. some areas in the country that, uh, you know, they've been a little dicey. Mm-hmm. Uh, Desire down in New Orleans, Houston. I've been in Chicago, New York, the whole day. I'm going to be honest with you. Chicago, the Scared. south side of Chicago, might be the only place that I was very uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. And I was. When I was in there, I was not comfortable at all. And, and I've been in places where it's it's pretty – it's pretty bleak. But, uh, yeah, I was a little unnerved in Chicago. I, I don't mind admitting that one. Well, I hate that for the people. Yeah, I've that, been in Cabrini you know, Green twice. Yeah, and that's a – yeah, Jane Byrne uh, took a path. You remember yep. L. Jane Byrne, Queen of the Irish, she stayed for about uh, about two weeks in Cabrini Green and said, nah, I think I'll pass. Here, here's the funny um, thing about, about – and I don't know if you – you know, some people out there, you know, we have a pretty diverse listing audience, so – we have all races, creeds, colors, religions, you name it, that listen to us, and I'm very appreciative of that because that's sort of what my friend base is. But if you've never been in a housing project, television doesn't do it justice. It's like Hawaii. Television doesn't do it justice. The uh, the housing projects, the, first of all, the elevators never work, ever. They're always broken. And so, they're you know, these things are bid. For the government, you know, you bid on them and you're trying to, you know, cut costs as much as you can. And the difference between what they pay you and what it costs you is your profit. So it's like the old gyms that were built back in the 50s and 60s. Uh, they put as few square feet in them as they can because it's profit. Well, same principle with the housing projects. All right. And so you're always making these blind turns in the stairwells. Always. And you turn that corner. You ever uh, been to a parking garage like at an airport? And, yes. And you take the stairs? Yes. And you take those those quick, sharp turns yeah, and they're blind? Yeah. That's what it is in most housing projects. And nefarious individuals, and they have bigger, uh, the, the, the stairwells are larger, I think, because they knew the elevators wouldn't work at any rate. But you take those turns, man, there are all kind of people always on the stairwells at every floor. And that will get your attention in a hurry. Saying welcome to Cabrini Green. Or, or wherever you're at. Desire New Orleans was like that. Yeah, the, the police reportedly replaced on you go in Desire Street if they can help it. And they don't go by themselves. I'll just say that. Uh, very, very. And I don't understand the concept of why you would build that, uh, you know, multi-story when you've got whatever. But Cheaper to build up, man. Yeah, and lands and in cities, you, you can build vertical. It's cheaper than building I guarantee you, a, a kid that comes out of that environment and does earn a scholarship somewhere, believe you me, he's earned it. Um, it can, you can come from that environment. Russell uh, goes, what about Shreveport, Monroe, New Orleans? Uh, New Orleans is pretty bad. You know, I've recruited Monroe. I've never had an issue there. I've recruited Shreveport. I've never had an issue. And I, I didn't have an issue in Chicago. I'm just telling you. And, and again, I'm real with people. Uh, I can't tell you how many times I've been in a gym in my life, and I was the only white guy in the gym. That, that mm-hmm. That's just part of it. It doesn't bother me. I'm perfectly comfortable with that. Not a big deal. Chicago just in and of itself. And, and you know, if I, you know, if John Gillette's listening or some of these other guys or, uh, that have been coaches, they could probably tell you. I would assume they would tell you some similar stories. Uh, Chicago just unnerved me a bit because it was so big and you have – 
teenagers are what concern you. Mm-hmm. Teenagers were the biggest thing because, man, they get on substances or, you know, you get a pack of teenagers out there. You get that crowd mentality. Uh, you know, I, and I've been in everywhere in Monroe. That was, that's never been a big deal. I, I, I guess the big thing is, is the size of the area. And, and that was what what got me. Like Monroe, the, the area is not really that big. You can get in and there's nowhere you can't get out of Monroe in five minutes. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't care where you go. Shreveport's sort of the same way. Uh, New Orleans, pretty much the same way as well. It's a little bit bigger. But you get into Houston or you get in the south side of Chicago, dude, you got 15 minutes in a car and it's all the same. It's all the impoverished neighborhoods. They're all controlled by different gangs mm-hmm. on different streets. Not that I'm ever going to be confused for a gang member. But it, it's a little unnerving. And it's an angry city. Uh, there's a lot of impoverishment. You know, and you, how do you make that better? Well, there's a lot of ways to do it, uh, but that's not the purpose of our show. Uh, the purpose is to try to, I mean, I, I think you lift kids up who can come out of that environment. The problem <laughs> is where do we as a country get a – that well, cannot be a good environment for a kid to grow up in, and uh, and how do we change it? And I give – I'm sure you're not the only college coach who, who did that. No, but you, you do that. I don't see Roy Williams, you know, absolutely going Absolutely, Roy Williams goes in there. goes in there. Absolutely. Absolutely. Bill Self. Absolutely. They all go John into Calipari, it. John absolutely, they go into it. And that's what Calipari sells. I mean, in a way, he says, you know, it doesn't have to be this way much longer. But at the same time, uh, you know, I'll, I, you got to give people a chance. Here's and, a couple texts in here. Yeah. And, you know, I didn't even <clears throat> imagine to go in this area. Steve talks about, oh, no, I can't believe he lied about the sky. Somebody did. Who knows? Um one three said, "Hey, Monroe's not an issue. It's a wannabe hood." Larry Monroe always said, "A criminal mind is a stupid mind." Always, you know. Here's what the problem that you run into. And I, look, I'll I'll, I'll I'll tell you this story. I, I've never really told this one on the air before, but I'll tell you, we had a little gang involvement back when I was in Fort Worth mm-hmm. uh, about one of our junior varsity players, and it's sort of like you know where the, we take up Monroe's not an issue. It's a wannabe hood. Well. There's a lot of wannabes out there that can create a lot of damage. And we're going to go ahead and take a I'll tell you that story on the other side. It's actually a pretty interesting one. On the other side of the break, you're listening to ESPN 97.7. Terry Walter, Jamie Foxx, all things right and wrong with the world. And uh, no charge for the therapy today, folks. This segment sponsored by our friends at GB Cooley. Reminding you support a worthwhile cause, the Louisiana Special Olympics. Back in a minute. It was a tough time. I didn't know what to do. You gave me hope. You fought for me. You treated me like family. Now we say thanks. It's good to know we can count on Bobby. I'm attorney Bobby Manning. If you've been involved in an accident, don't delay. Call me today. Attorney Bobby Manning, office in Monroe. Call 324-1411. Johnny's Pizza House is counting calories this summer with our all-new less calories, less carbs, and totally crustless 8-inch pizza bowl. That's right, a healthier option to that delicious Johnny's Pizza you can't live without. For a limited time, get an 8-inch pizza bowl from our specialty menu and a large 14-inch specialty pizza of your choice, both for just $19.99. Watch your weight and still enjoy the same great taste all summer long with the all-new Johnny's Pizza Bowl. Only at Johnny's Pizza House. Let's share a slice. 
Hey, this is Tiny at Sparks Nissan. I just saw William pull out, and I'm going to take this opportunity to blow out some inventory. Like $6,000 off all 2017 Nissan Altima SRs in stock, or the incredible industry-leading 2017 Titan with a five-year, 100,000-mile bumper-to-bumper warranty for only $29,990. Used cars? Smart cars. $99 down, $99 a month. Hey, but do me a favor and don't tell William because we don't want this to end. So come see me today at Sparks Nissan or DriveSparks.com. Let's get ready to rumble at the Revelry. Saturday, July 29th in Ruston, it's Rumble at the Revelry, presented by Twin City Transmission. Doors open at 7 p.m. with fights starting at 8. The co-main event is the Battle of the Chases as Chase Henry takes on Chase Johnson. And the main event features two of the rising stars in the world of MMA when Josh Davila goes war to war with Jesse Butler. Tickets $20 in advance and $25 at the door. OutHouseTickets.com. That's OutHouseTickets.com. Rumble at the How does it feel? You're officially living on the edge. Hit Terry Waldrop up at 888-993-7762 and let him know. It's The Edge with Terry Waldrop on ESPN 97.7. And welcome back in to the sweat lodge that is the ESPN studios here. Terry Waldrop, Jamie Foxx. Jamie, I'm working on my weight loss program. Yes, me too. We're uh, that, that you hear is us sweating on the equipment and might svelte. very well be uh, electrocuted for your entertainment, folks. Yeah, you hate it when you get the old sweat the, between the, the knees. This segment is sponsored appropriately enough by Bobby Manning, who will be suing on the half of my estate. <laughs> Assuming you make it through today. Yeah, uh, personal injury, wrongful death, <laughs> wrongful death, like by equipment or whatever. Whatever you need, Bobby is there for you. 318-342-1411. Bobby Manning, attorney at law. Uh, a couple things. Steve goes, I lived in a housing project years ago. He's pressed together like sardines. Yeah, uh, I lived in one for a while, too. Yeah, but, it's, uh, uh, it's, it's pretty tight. Well, okay, I so, was a lot better. So here's my, my quick Fort Worth story. We had a junior varsity program where I was at, and to be honest with you, it was a fundraiser. It was kids that would pay thirty grand a year, and you'd give them a junior varsity basketball uniform. They'd play ten games, and the university just <clears throat> they used it as a fundraiser. So if you have 20 kids on that team at 30 grand a year, that's $600,000 you're generating for the institution uh, in gross revenue. And I promise you it didn't cost $600,000 to educate those kids for a year. So they're making a lot of money off of it. At any rate, good kids and for the most part. We had a kid that, uh, that came in on our JV team and uh, from uh, Houston. So he's going to the parties, and we didn't do a lot with the JV team, to be honest with you, Jamie. It was a fundraiser. I had one of my – is like our fourth assistant coach. It was the head coach or whatever. Anyway, early on in the <clears throat> in the year, this kid had been to some parties and stuff and gotten into a fight because he was telling everybody he was a particular gang member. And so he wore all the colors and the whole deal there. Well, <clears throat> long story short, uh, he was out in Fort Worth and ran up on some actual gang members. Oh yeah, they don't really appreciate it when um, when you suggest that you are an affiliate of their gang and you're really not, and so they get into it and he beats one of them up. Which, you know, kudos to you. Well, that guy goes and tells uh, a relative who is a big time gang member, and so they start looking for this guy and they're not going to discuss the weather with him or you know what his major in college should be. Well, it gets wind back to him, and he's like, oh, no. 
I messed up. I messed up because they're going to kill him if they find him. Anyway, long story short, uh, the police find him barricaded in his dorm room with like a shotgun and like five cases of ammunition. And, uh, yeah, they got him out of school and got him out of town. And I don't know whatever happened to that, but uh, I guess the uh, the moral of that story is if you claim to be something and you're not, and the bad guy, if you're claiming to be a bad guy and you're not a bad guy and the real bad guys find out about it, it's probably not going to be good for you because the bad guys are sort of, sort of proud that they're in that yes. uh, particular affiliation. But, yeah, it was it was crazy. I mean, because, you know, he had all the starter kit. He had the colors going and, and you know, the whole deal and Ugh. had everything. You know, it's like we see basketball kids. They'll have the sleeves going and they'll have the shoes and they'll have the tats. Well, did he have a scholarship somewhere? No. <laughs> Okay, just had to ask. No, it's it's follow J- our line of questioning no, no, JV, here. No, no, JV kids ever get scholarships. I mean, yeah. a lot of basketball, are, are, you know, they nobody get they don't get scholarships. They're on academic stuff or, or grants or, or loans or whatever. No, I mean, you know, that's the sad thing about, like, that JV program. I had one kid in 14 years that actually made the varsity from the JV, mm-hmm. and uh, that kid ended up being the leading three-point shooter in the country at any level that year. Wow. Uh, the following year, I put him on the varsity. First-team All-American. So there are success stories out there. Few. Very, all, very few. But, but yeah, so you know. you're saying it's like the old Lloyd Christmas thing uh-huh. and Dumb and Dumber. So you're saying there's a chance. And that's about all you got is a chance. You know, there, there's not that many secrets out there anymore. There, yeah. there are a few here and there. And, and the kid's a great guy. He runs, matter of fact, uh, all the Dallas Maverick camps for the Frisco Department of Recreation now. So done. And he, this kid was 6'4", six, 6'5", six, and could play. I mean, he was a low Division One player. Uh, he was a high division one shooter and at six, five, you can get your shots off a lot, but at any rate, um, yeah, it happens, but you know, there's so many people we talk about on the show all the time. Just so many people have no concept of what, how good you really have to be scholarship wise, the levels, everybody gets hung up on division one. If I can't go to LSU, then I ain't going. Well, you probably not going then because they're recruiting the best players in America. Um, you know, it's like, uh, academics. The elite institutions are going to do nothing but recruit the elite academic talent in the country. Uh, I don't know. They never knocked on my door. My guess is they didn't knock on yours either. Uh, not at 5-5. Five, five. Um, I'm talking about academics. That either. Uh, I wasn't uh, – I mean, I had a lot of doors shut on me, but not not, not many open. But um, to your point about going after – I mean, here's a program in, in our state, LSU, which has not enjoyed a lot of success lately, right? Uh, wait, wait, wait. Stop, stop, stop. Lately. Do, do I need to remind you of what the late 80s to about 2000 was like at LSU? Oh, you sound, they, like, you sound like an Alabama fan they now, living in killed, the past. They would have, no, no. They would have killed to win nine games back well, then. And now we're saying they haven't been very good. They haven't beaten Alabama, well, you folks. Ta- now, look, are you talking about when Press Maravich was the coach there? I'm talking about. No, I'm talking lately. about the mid Mike Archer, Curly Hallman. Those names ring a bell? Well, I'm talking about basketball. Um LSU basketball. Oh, well, yeah, yeah, you're, you're right. Yeah, been, they, they haven't been very good lately. They've been awful Sorry. since Brady was there. Yeah, uh, and here's the thing. Uh, you're talking about you're recruiting the best. I mean, that's what Will Wade has done. He's gone there and basically uh, you know, purged the roster. Now, whether that is, is good or bad, I don't know. Uh, but if you're, like you said, I had Sean Fox gotten a scholarship offer from Okie Finoki Junior College, you don't think I'd have been one proud papa? Nobody knows. I don't know if Okie Finoki Junior College actually exists, but you have to understand. Uh, and you love your children, right? 
but uh, some somewhat, of somewhat, some of them, some of them. <laughs> and, and, and believe me, he was he was tough sometimes to love. But uh, not not junior college. I mean, Sean didn't even get a scholarship to a you know uh, to to junior college. I mean, in in for academic or athletic. So it's kind of like, what's going to happen here? Uh, and I'm sure I'm speaking to a lot of you driving around out there, going, you know, just describe my kid. What are they going to do? All of us. What are, what are you going to do? How is it? What's the what's the? You, you ever? I mean, I had sleepless nights going. God, I'll be I'll be supporting this kid the rest of my life. I'll be. Sean, you know, there's always the military. There's always the military. <laughs> now he didn't like to sweat either. Um, yeah, scratch the military. Doesn't like the way he does now. He, he he's he's quite uh, the uh, he's good good at exercise and at both his mouth and his body. So anyway, um, you worry about that as a child, and you know opportunities. Where do they exist? If you have a chance to sign a Division three, or do they even offer? They don't offer Division three, but if you yeah, yeah actually they offer they, they uh, offer academic. Is it Division three is non athletic scholarship, but in right. a lot of cases your academic scholarship is way. Uh, higher than any athletic scholarship well, you could get. Right, and, and to your point, Terry, the main thing I we need to emphasize it's it's every every parent out there thinks their kids probably Division One material, and chances are they're not. But that's okay. Why every parent's not you know, right? I, well, I mean, my my kids should be drafted. And no, no, I you know Mississippi College, whatever. I think that's fantastic. Your kid gets a scholarship to Delta State or somewhere like that. Uh, what what an accomplishment, Arkansas. You know Monticello, you know, whatever. We we tend to overlook. Folks, do you know how the good these people are that go there? Yeah, that's what people. And I grew up here, so I can say it. All we dealt with was Louisiana Tech, Northeast Louisiana, Grambling in our area. You were familiar with LSU, but it, when you grow up here and you don't see anything else, that's all you think there is outside this area, Jamie. Uh, Division twos, Division threes, NAIs, junior colleges. They have a National Christian League. Uh, they have a, what was the other, the uh, United States Collegiate Athletic Association. I mean, there's there's a myriad of schools, leagues, opportunities, things of that nature that are, are outside the Division One realm. And here's the negative thing for you, and, and people don't get this. There's a ton, there's NAIs and Division Twos that are significantly better than some of the Division Ones. Mm-hmm. They have better players because the rules are different. You know, my rules at NAI totally different than you were, were dealing. We're different than Division One because we didn't have the same academic standard or progression or everything, and so we I had a ton of Division One kids every year transfer, and so you know we would stack up and now you couldn't go play with the with a big big time pro, but you could play with pretty much any mid major in the country. Ball states of the world, absolutely, and we beat them. I mean, we beat Florida International, we beat Stephen F. Austin, we beat San Antonio, uh, Southeastern Louisiana, we beat. Uh, LSU Shreveport, when Chad McDowell was there, they're knocking off McNeese, Northwestern State, uh, yeah, people dumb enough to play them. And you just don't play those people. Because oh, cause they can get anybody in. Absolutely. they got better players than you. Right. And so it's a suicide game. I, I played a game against Southeastern Louisiana. Their coach had first got the job there. It was before Billy Kennedy. And the guy called me for the game. And I'm like, uh, okay, I'd love to come play because nobody would play us. They paid us a whole bunch of money. We went down there and beat him in his first game and beat him double figures. We got a better team, which I still to this day was the worst scheduling in the history of basketball. You paid me. We had better, but that was the year we actually won a national championship. We had a heck of a team. And the fact that they didn't do research on that, we played uh, Florida International when Isaiah Thomas was there. 
Well, I told you before, we had the kid that was the number two scorer in the whack behind Jimmer. Mm-hmm. Uh, my last year was a kid named Ronnie Moss that's still playing in Europe. Had a kid named Eric Frederick that uh, is still playing in Europe. Six, seven kid that could really play. Long story short, we go into uh, a tournament. We beat uh, Florida International, beat them pretty good. And the assistant after the game is up there talking to me in the hospitality room, and he's he's one of these guys. If I called his name, you would recognize it. His dad was a big time coach. He was a coattail guy from his dad. Mm-hmm. All right, nice enough guy, but in there just kind of talking. Yeah, I didn't know who that. It was my my scout against you guys. Man, I really didn't know who that guy was. And I think Moss had like forty on him, mm-hmm. and because Moss was a high division one player playing at a lower level. And so he goes, yeah, I really didn't know who he was. What, the second? It's like the fifth leading scorer in the NCAA Division One last year. You didn't know who he was? I didn't say that, but I'm thinking that. And he was in there talking about how bad a job Isaiah Thomas did as a coach. And he's the coach. And, at, and he's yeah. the scout on that yeah. one. And I'm thinking, you know, loyalty goes a long way. And, uh, you know, you don't know me and you're running your head coach. I don't care if it was Isaiah Thomas or – uh, you know, Bobby Thomas really doesn't matter. The fact that you're running your head coach down told me a lot about you, and this guy literally bounces somewhere every single year. Well, it happens, and that's a very nomadic life. And, and uh, you know, fortunately or unfortunately, you're not doing that anymore right now. But it's uh, I worry that the thing that gets me is that, uh, you know, it's, it's all about opportunity. And if your child has an opportunity to gain a scholarship, no matter what level, uh, you ought to be darn proud because it is about getting an education by and large paid for. Uh, but they're, they're few and far between to come from. I mean, I, I think we're all guilty of it. So I'm going to go ahead and take our last break here. Uh, Chuck shot me a text here, and uh, we'll kind of go over that one here when we return. You're listening to ESPN, the 977. Terry Waldrop, Jamie Foxx rolling here on a Monday. This segment brought to you by our friends at Spinavel, Lammy Lane, Monroe, Pamper the special people in your life, folks. Spinavel. What a great gift package. You can get 318-807-1060, 807-1060. Spinavel in Monroe. Back in a minute. Special Olympics of Northeast Louisiana provides athletic competition and year-round sport training for children and adults with intellectual disabilities. It gives them the opportunity to develop fitness, demonstrate courage, and experience the joy of competing. For more information, go to www.laso.org or call 1-800-345-6644. The summer clearance event is going on now at Brennan Dodge in Ruston. We've got huge incentives to sell down our stock before the new models get here. 17 Jeep Cherokee has 4000 in rebates, and you can get one for only $21,900. 17 Jeep Grand Cherokee Limited has $3,750 in rebates, 17 Jeep Renegade has 3500 in rebates. Get a 17 Cherokee Trailhawk for only 329 and the all-new Compass is in stock. So don't miss these savings during the summer clearance event at Brennan Dodge in Ruston. What I tell you about my friends at North Monroe Animal Hospital. Specializing in all medical and surgical care for small animals and even providing a boarding service. My friend Dr. David Weber and his staff are always my choice for my animals. It should be yours as well. Located conveniently at 4300 Sterlington Road, which is 165 North, you can reach out to them at 345-4545. That's 345-4545. Tell them you heard it here on ESPN 97.7, North Monroe Animal Clinic, the official animal care provider of Terry Waldrop and the Edge. A home is your comfort, your shelter, 
It's a place where you grow and become. I always wanted that for us. A backyard to play in. A front porch to call ours. A home we could be proud of. Because of Washita Valley Federal Credit Union, we were able to have it. Washita Valley Federal Credit Union, making good things happen. Yeah, we're living on the edge. Living on the edge makes weekdays more fun, especially when you're doing it with Terry Waldrop. Welcome back to the edge on ESPN 97.7. Hey, welcome back in ESPN 97.7. Second sponsor by our friends at Spinevale, 318-807-1060. Spinevale, Lemmy Lane in Monroe. Uh, friend Chuck times in. Uh, his mother was a former educator, long-time retired educator, or long-time educator that retired. Maybe that's a better way to put it here uh, in Monroe. Talked about uh, one of the students that she had had a offer. Uh, from Grambling and some other small schools, but the kid had his heart set on LSU, was going to walk on at LSU, and uh, did not play college football at all. Mm-hmm. And so uh, mom apparently was not real happy with him. And, you know, you talk about um, whoever offers you that scholarship. Look, in the recruiting process, it's like getting a prom date back when you're in high school, Jamie. I mean, if you go back and, you know, you got your covered wagon ready. Oh, I'm sorry. You got your uh, 1956. No, you had the covered wagon. The, co- right. the covered wagon. You know, you watch out for, for any pitfalls there. But you oil the grease in the covered wagon and make sure. Anyway, but recruiting is like is like getting a date. Um, if you take your time, you do it right. It becomes special. Everything, the meal and the car and everything's great. There's a process to it. Is what I'm saying. All right. As opposed to going, you know, it's two days before the prom and I need a date. And you put something out on right, Craigslist. Right. Uh, because that's the way you're going to be treated generally when you get there. And so this recruiting process, not only are you learning about the kid, the kid is learning about you uh, in terms of what your program is, what you expect. Because every kid that you recruit typically is the best player on his high school team as a general rule. There are a few exceptions. Basketball especially. Football, you might have multiple kids on, on teams that, that can play at, at various levels. But – People get so enamored with the name on the jersey. Or the stars. With or, the yeah. level. You know, yeah. the, you, you guys, you got to understand the people that are doing these five-star, four-star, typically they live, they're about our age and live in their mother's basement. Uh, a lot of those guys are, and you're like looking at them and, you, you know, you see, well, what do you do for a living? Well, I'm an evaluator of football talent. You've got to be kidding me. I mean, what? Well, <laughs> I'd like to evaluate other types of talent. What the, the 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 bus station attendant job was too. I mean, but but you look at these guys, and I think a lot of people don't get caught up on it. On, I'm going to trust my evaluation skills more than I am the 65 year old that lives in his mom's basement. You know, anybody can look at a 40 time and go, "Hey, that guy's really fast. I think he could be a good player." Yeah. Well, it takes a little bit more to be able to project into stuff, to talk to kids, to get a feel for what type of person that. Because I don't care how good you are, if you're a cancer in the locker room <coughs> or Jean Rondo, you've got issues. And there's really been only one coach that's been able to handle Rondo, and that's been uh, that's been Doc. That's the only coach that's ever held. You think Gentry's going to be able to handle Rondo? No. I don't even think. I think Gentry skypes into the games. I don't even think he sits on the bench. He's a Skype coach. He literally can sit in a hotel or somewhere and just make substitutions from Skype. And I'm not being cri- – actually, I am being critical of Gentry. You really think that's the guy that's going to put you in the West? I mean, you replace Monty Williams with that guy? Seriously? 
that's I can only think of one place in South Louisiana you had a quote unquote upgrade real similar. Who would have been the the coach? I think he's with Milwaukee now that they could have got was with Chicago for a long time. Thibodeau. There you go. Why they passed on him. Gee, Jimmy Butler just went back to him on Minnesota. Jimmy Butler, mm. one of the best players on That's hmm. right. Curious. Tom Thibodeau was sitting out there looking for work. And number one, he's a disciplinarian. Uh, two, he was available. And, you know, Monty Williams, I think, did the best he could with what he had. Uh but again, I think you can you can make the argument that Alvin Gentry's got more talent to work with. Yes, considerably more talent, and it's not being utilized. Very well, well. The, the Pelicans forever were were similar to the Saints. It was just a debacle of, of management decisions that that were bad, you know. Mm. And and any business, I don't care if it's a university, I don't care if it's a, uh, if it's McDonald's, or, or somewhere in between. If you have upper level management continually making bad decisions over the course of time. The place goes bankrupt, folks. The, the government's the same way. You have bad, and, and federal, local, state, doesn't matter. It could be the, the levy board. You make enough bad decisions over the course of time, there comes a point where it's critical mass. You can't overcome it. Mm-hmm. Uh, Steve goes, knowing what you do about recruiting, will you take an active role with your players at Sterlington? Ah, uh, Steve, I, I'm not going to Sterlington. That was a job I had years ago uh, at St. Frederick now. But, uh, yeah, I mean, I'll – I offer advice or better get guidance, and, and I'll get people that call me from kind of all over, hey, what do you think about this? I'll give you opinions. Um, at the end of the day, though, do your own research, what we tell kids. Do your own research and find the situation that's best for you because it's just because it's good for your friend doesn't mean it's the same for you. When, when you're recruiting a kid, okay, um, or a kid is being recruited by, let, let's, let's go back to, say, whatever level we're, we're speaking of. Let's just, what are the questions you got most of the time? Was it about playing time? Was it about uh, the uniforms? Was it about what kind of offense you ran? Was it about what kind of aid they were going to get? What was the general questions? I mean, I'm sure academics slipped in there somewhere, but what were the most questions you remember getting from kids? Well, honestly, what we try, and I'm not going to, I'm going to answer that question. What we try to do in our presentation mm-hmm. Uh, was to answer every question you would have. We would have a three um, a three pronged approach, if you will. We would talk about academics, we would talk about the athletic, the basketball component, and then we would talk about the people component mm-hmm. and try to answer all those questions. Now that being said, everybody wants to know about playing time. Am I guaranteed to start? Well, no. I got fourteen other kids on the roster. What I promise all of them they're going to start. Uh, if you're good enough, you play. That's just the way that it is. Um, you know, Calipari's recruiting pros on top of other pros on top of other pros. You know, the, the better players relish the competition. Mm-hmm. The insecure That's players. That's what Saban sells. Yeah, the insecure mm-hmm. players. Yeah, Jamie's pretty good. I don't know. Um, so you get that. The money situation, it just depends. You know, my last uh, very few times that I have conversations with kids, well, I won't say that, probably 85% of my in-home visits or whatever with, with players at, at any level were full scholarships. I mean, you were going to get everything. But you know what? Every school you're talking to is going to give you a full scholarship. There were a few that I had at Texas Wesleyan. We would get kids on a quarter or a half, and they're turning down full scholarships other places. And the reason being is that we would tell them, you got to invest in yourself. I mean, you know, just because somebody's paying, giving you a full scholarship, is that really the best place for you? I don't know. 
What's it worth to you to come be a part of a program where, A, we're going to take care of you academically, you're going to go to class, you're going to get a degree, uh, or we're going to do everything in our power to, to make sure that that happens. Now, ultimately, if you don't want to get one, you're probably not going to get one. But we're going to make sure, we're going to fulfill our end of the bargain with that. Uh, we're going to push you to get better. We have guys playing professionally, as everybody does. Mm-hmm. You're in the Metroplex. You're on a team that can win a national championship. We'll, you know, pretty much all the time we were preseason top 20, if not top 10. And so winning means a lot. You know, would you rather be on a team at, at, at a Division 15 level that goes 28 and 10? Mm-hmm. Or would you rather be at, uh, uh, you know, Vanderbilt and you win one game? Oh, that's a nice stadium. We just got beat 75 in. So I put a lot of premium on success because people are happier when they're successful. you got to give them a chance to be successful. So you sold the success of your program. Absolutely you mm-hmm. sell success of your program, your success of, uh, of players that have went before you. Not necessarily playing time. No. I, mean, I don't know how much you're going to play. Well, if I'm in your house, mm-hmm. I think you're good enough to play. Mm-hmm. You know, because if, if, you know, and we would tell them that before, you know, also, if just the assistant coach comes to visit you, mm-hmm. That head coach is somewhere else. He's sitting in somebody else's living room. Because when you get to the school, you know who dictates playing time? It's not the assistant coach. It's not the guy that recruits. It's the head coach. And if you don't have a relationship with that head coach, I don't care how close. And you see kids make that mistake a lot. And as an assistant, your job is to get close with the kids. And that was just, uh, you know, I don't know. I enjoy doing that part of it. As a head coach, you got to have a little bit more arm's distance between mm-hmm. uh, the players and yourself because – you know, one chair down the line, you're the guy keeping them out of the NBA. Because I'm going to make the decision on whether or not you play. If you miss class, I'm going to make the decision on what happens there. Uh, I'm going to make the decision whether or not we renew your scholarship. And so you better have a relationship with that head coach. Uh, and that's when people panic when the head coach gets fired and now somebody else comes in. That relationship's gone. So chances are if you're a possible uh, <clears throat> a recruitable athlete, and you never get a visit from the head coach, that should be a sign. Yes. You, they're, they're playing the numbers game with you. They're slow playing They're you. always playing the numbers game. Yeah. But you're a priority or you're not. You and if you're to... not recruited like a priority, if by chance you get – you know, everybody has – you know, I'll give you an example. Our ratio was about 7 to 1. Mm-hmm. That means we had to do a great job on seven players. To get one to sign. To get the one – and I'm not talking about just Joe off the street. I mean, good players that you could win with. A level above what your level is. Like better than me. Better, Yeah, better than you. Seven players to get one. That means six of them are going to tell you no. But you've got to do the – got to do – I mean, you've got to go full bore at it. And, you know, anybody can go out and sign players. It's not hard. Players that can win, whole different ball game. When a kid decided not to sign with you real quick, we've only got a couple minutes, and – do you always leave the door open? I, I would always call the parents, the kid, send them a note. This is before email. Tell them thank you. Yeah, man, th- I really enjoy And, you know, you become close with them. Mm-hmm. Like, man, you know, I understand that you're going to go to this place. I wish you nothing but the best of luck. If I could ever help you in any way, enjoy meeting your parents, and, and which is true. And it comes back to you sometimes. And sometimes they come back to you. Yeah. But I think you got to be genuine. And that's, that's the biggest thing. At any rate, speaking of genuine, thanks to our sponsors today. Our title sponsor, Dr. David Weber, North Monroe Animal Hospital, simply the best pet care you're going to get anywhere in the free world. Go see him on US 165. North. Monroe, 318-345-4545. Dr. David Weber, North Monroe Animal Hospital. Appreciate John Tabor running the Death Star today. Spa Novell, GB Cooley, Washtenaw Valley Federal Credit Union. Powerworks Gourmet Pizza by Design, Mr. Bobby Manning, Attorney at Law. For Jamie Foxx, non-attorney at law, I'm Terry Waldrop, who knows attorneys. 
might be in need of one at some Knows point. Knows a few policemen, too. Knows a few policemen at some point. Uh, I'm Terry Walter. Thanks for joining us today. Stay tuned this afternoon for Sean Fox's Sports Company. Until tomorrow, folks, aloha. Have a great day. Thanks for listening to The Edge with Terry Waldrop. No matter what the topic, Terry will take it all. He's not scared, and you better not be either. We want to see you right back here every single weekday from 9 to 10 a.m. on ESPN 977 and ESPN977.com.